Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the San Francisco 49ers Morning Show. I'm your host, former NFL and AFL defensive back, Eric Crocker. You know what it is, man. We coming at you. We got some things to talk about. Greg Cosell, his comments. And I'm glad. I wanted to come on here and talk to y'all because I wasn't here yesterday, so I wanted to talk about uh, the game, you know, the 49ers, Texans, kind of what to expect. But I was on my way driving from uh, basically Little Rock. And I'm listening to Greg Cosell. And I listen to a lot of different podcasts. I don't really listen to music as much anymore. Are y'all like that too? I don't listen to as much music. But um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. But anyways, so I'm listening to Greg Cosell. And I'm like, damn, man. Like, you know, he's making some good points. First of all, let's talk about who Greg Cosell is. For those of you who don't know, all right? Matter of fact, before we get into that, make sure if you haven't already, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Numbers going up. Let's go. We're talking 49ers football this morning. We're talking Greg Cosell. We're talking quarterbacks, all that good stuff. Let me know how y'all feeling. It's the new year, man. I should have started with that. Happy new year to everybody. Happy new year. Everybody in here. Shout out to y'all. Uh, you know, I hope everybody had you know, a good night last night. Didn't get too crazy. Feel me? But if you're in here right now, clearly you didn't get too crazy because you'd be in jail somewhere or whatever. All right. But, um. Shout out to all y'all, man. Like, I, I, you know, I'm bringing in the new year with y'all. My family not even here yet. They flying in from California right now. So my wife, my kids, they'll be here in a couple hours. So I'm going to get this in before I get with them. But happy new year. Uh, you know, I don't know if y'all do the whole, uh, you know, new year resolutions and, and things like that. Uh, for me, I definitely make goals, but it, it is not in the sense of like, New year, new me. Like, that's not really what I be on. Really, what I be on is just, you know, all right, like, what, what are we trying to achieve this year? So last year, I thought was a really good year for me as far as getting the ball rolling with a lot of things. And this year is just, like, all right, you got the ball rolling. Now, how are you going to take it to the next level? So it's not even like new year, new me. It's just new goals. And I had goals that I wanted to make. And, I, you know, I've talked about it on here with y'all. Big thing for me was, like, when I started the YouTube, when I started really kind of getting into the streaming and I saw like, okay, I see some avenues where I could make some money doing it. And clearly I want to, you know, between this and, and training athletes, I wanted that to be like, you know, my main streaming income. I don't have a, a nine to five job. So it's like, okay, how do I figure it out? And uh, a big goal of mine in August was by December, I want to be making $10,000 you know, I want to be bringing in $10,000 just off my streaming. So that was my goal. Like by December, how am I going to get it to where I'm bringing in 10 bands off of streaming? And um, I surpassed that. I surpassed that. So now my goal is, all right, E, E, you know, everybody call me E. Y'all call me Croc, but my family, they be calling me E. But it's like, all right, E, by the summertime, how can you bring in 20000 a month off of streaming and, and, and all that, right? And I'm talking about, you know, my podcast, uh, streaming, do I got to get some new deals? Whatever the case is, how do I get to 20000 a month? So that's that's what the goal is now. Heading into from August to December, it was, how, how can I make 10000 a month off of streaming? Okay, I surpassed that. Now is how do I get to 20 bands? I got to, I got to, I got to July to figure that out. All right. Well, I got to figure it out along the way, but I got to July to hit that. You feel me? So um, New Year's for, for me, New Year's resolution, I, I think 
uh, the biggest thing for me is take better care of my body. You know, it's easy to get distracted with the things that we do every day. And I don't think there's any coincidence why we just see people just their bodies get worse and worse the older we get. You know, obviously, the older you get, the more responsibility you have. But we have to make it a priority to take 30 minutes, 45 minutes out of your day to take care of yourself. And, you know, working out helps with the mental health and all that stuff. So find time to get your body right, eat better. And that's definitely something that I want to do more of. I've worked out and stuff like that, but do more of. Like, you know what I'm saying? Get get even better shape. Can I figure out a way to get some abs? Actually, I, I can figure out a way to get $10,000 plus a month off of streaming and stuff. I got to figure out a way to get some damn abs. <laughs> all right? And it's all work. It ain't no difference between being disciplined enough to come on here, to talk, to figure things out, put things in place. Uh, you know, everything in life, whatever we want is, man, it's, it's just work. So whether it's your body, what is, you know, uh, monetization, whatever it is, is, is work. And whatever you put into it, that's what you're going to get out of it. And that's what I learned. That's one thing I've learned. So shout out to all y'all that's in here, 70 of y'all. Y'all didn't come on here to hear me rant about that, but happy new year, everybody. Uh, appreciate all y'all love all y'all, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. Y'all know what it is, but let's get into it. Let's get into it. Somebody said <laughs> abs can be so elusive. They can, but this is one thing I've learned, man. Like at the end of the day, whether it's abs, whatever it is, it's all about discipline. Discipline. And one thing I've learned, and, and, and y'all know this, think about the New England Patriots. Why are the New England Patriots so good? Discipline. Discipline. That's what it is. You know, uh, it sounds like Sabercats. I won a championship. There's my ring. Right, I won, I won this in uh 2015. The big the the reason why we were able to get these rings, discipline. I swear we're the most disciplined team in the league. All right, so abs is seemed way out, but it's all about discipline, just not eating crazy, working out daily, and the working out is like man, just 30 45 minutes a day, intermittent fasting that definitely helps. I love I'm I'm a big I push that big time. All right, but anyways, man, let's get into it. Greg Cosell, what the hell did he say about the quarterback situation? And I tweeted out some things that Greg Cosell said. I didn't think it was like attack an attack on anyone. I didn't think it was, you know, putting down Trey Lance or bigging up Jimmy Garoppolo. But clearly, 49er fans took it that way. And they kind of got in attack mode. Not everybody, but some. All right, and obviously we know Trey Lance, he's starting this Sunday. We're going to get into that. But Trey, 49er fans, and I'm a 49er fan, but when I come on here, I try to be more so of someone who covers the 49ers as opposed to someone that is just like super emotional about the 49er fans. And I try to bring a different perspective, of course, but 49er fans, we can't keep getting so like emotionally caught up like it's like your feelings get hurt if somebody says something and y'all aren't able to take out of it the message right we gotta gotta hear the the message what's the message i listen to andy frisella i say it all the time shout out to andy frisella uh you know he has a one pretty much the number one business podcast for entrepreneurs uh on on the platforms and everything and andy frisella great great podcast it sounds like he's talking, like speaking, not speaking down on you, 
but he going to tell you like, you know what I'm saying? He going to tell you about yourself. You feel me? And 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 you can't take it personal, but when Andy Andy Fasella starts to speak, I'm I listen and I I hear the message. Got to hear the message. Can't hear how he says it because he going to cuss. He going to say this and that. He going to say, you know, you, he might call you the B word, whatever. And now he's not say, saying you, but he's saying you, right? And you have to just hear it. And just what's the message behind what he's saying? So you got our guy, Greg Cosell. And Greg Cosell, I mess with him tough. He's my favorite. Matter of fact, I got a follow from him. He started following me out of nowhere. I wasn't even following him. He started following me. I was like, oh, man. Like, that was, you know, I don't really get starstruck, but I kind of like, damn, Greg Cosell's following me. All right. But Greg Cosell, he, the reason why I mess with him so tough, and he's definitely my favorite uh, analyst, whatever you want to call him, football, whatever, anybody that talks about, he's my favorite because. He, he doesn't push any narratives. He's not going to push any narratives. All right? He goes off of how he feels, which I like that. And if he doesn't know something, he'll say, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he'll talk about the film. He talks about what he's seeing. And he talks about the thought process and the evaluation. Now, can some of his things be a little old school? Probably. Maybe. Right? But the way that he gives the information he isn't saying I'm better than you or I'm better than this person or anything like that. It's really just, this is how I see it. And this is how things have been. And he, obviously he's been in this business for a lot of years, right? So let's get to what he said about the 49ers quarterback situation that had some people in my mentions a little defensive, dare I say. He basically said that Right now, right, right now, Jimmy Garoppolo is better suited at this point in his career to run Kyle, Kyle Shanahan's offense as opposed to Trey Lance. Basically, say Trey, Trey Lance isn't in the sense of running Kyle Shanahan's offense the way that Kyle sees fit. Jimmy is better suited to do that right now at this point in his career. I don't I don't think that that's anything too far fetched. But clearly 49er fans did not like hearing that. And I would say of course that should be the case, right? I've said it all along when it comes to Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo should be the start. Like rookies, there is so much unknown. There's so much unknown. And part of that is why Kyle Shanahan has started Jimmy Garoppolo the entire time. The last show that we you know, that we were on here, we talked about how Kyle Shanahan doesn't trust Trey Lance. I don't trust Trey Lance either. Neither should y'all. Y'all should not trust Trey Lance. It, but it's not just Trey Lance. It could be Mac Jones. It could be Trevor Lawrence. It could be Zach Wilson. I don't trust any. I don't trust any. I don't trust any rookie. Because rookies are unpredictable. Why are rookies unpredictable? Because they're learning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're learning. A lot of the things that rookies, their ups and downs come from learning, just like anything else, right? Just like just like anything y'all do at your jobs or your businesses or whatever, there's a lot of learning that goes into it. Am I wrong? Am I right? You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of learning. 
got to learn on the fly. So it's just like anybody else, right? Like you, you got your, your business and you're training somebody. The day that you're training somebody, that first week or whatever, you probably don't trust them. As a matter of fact, until you throw them on that floor, right? If you work in retail or whatever, until you, and you're a manager, right? You're a manager at a retail store. Okay, I believe this person could do the job, but until you see them live in action, you probably don't trust them much that they will do the job effectively until they do it. And some teams eliminate the questioning of that because they just get rid of anybody that can be a, they go all in, right? So when you look at the Jaguars, they went all in with Trevor Lawrence. So whether you trust him or not, which most coaches probably say, ah, okay, I know he's talented. Do I 100% trust him? No. Like, are there things, can I give him the full play? No. Do I have to bring him along? Of course. Yeah. Same with Zach Wilson. Same with Mac Jones. His comments on Mac Jones. What did Greg Cosell say about Mac Jones? He said that the success of rookies, I got to read this. Hold on. I got to read the. I have to read exactly how he said it so I don't, so I don't butcher it because I, I, I pretty much tweeted it out. So he says the big the biggest indicator for for rookie quarterbacks like as far as success goes is their situation. That's the biggest indicator for success for rookies. Are they in a good situation or are they in a bad situation? More times than not, if the rookie quarterback is not in a good situation, the results are probably not going to be ideal. If the rookie quarterback is in a more ideal situation, you can do what the Patriots are doing with Mac Jones, which he went on to say basically that they aren't asking Mac Jones to do much. <laughs> That's what he says. Greg Cosell, no emotion behind it. He said, I've watched all the games. I've watched every snap. I've watched every throw that Mac Jones has made. They aren't asking him to do much. Now, we could say, well, the 49ers can set up situation with Trey Lance that same way. Of course they can. The 49ers can set it up with Trey Lance to where they're not asking him to do much and they can build around his skill set. But they don't have to do that because they have Jimmy Garoppolo, who they know what he is and they know that he can run the offense the way that they see fit for him. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. And I really feel like it's obvious. And I was surprised to get so much like pushback on Greg Cosell's comments because I didn't think he said anything that isn't realistic. Now, if it were me, and I've talked about it before, and I talked about it before the season, and I'll talk about it middle of the season, I'll talk about it now. I would not have Jimmy Garoppolo on the team for those reasons. I know that Jimmy is better suited to run the offense from what we know, right? I know that. I, I've known that from the jump. And that's why I would not have Jimmy Garoppolo around. Do I want to just get this guy ready? Yes. Boom. Let's get him ready. Let's get him going. Let's throw him in there. All right. And we're going to learn on the fly. I probably would have did that. I feel like this is a good situation for a quarterback to be in that type of kind of sink or swim situation. I think he would have been fine. Now, would there be a lot of lessons learned along the way? Of course. Would there be a lot of ups and downs? Of course. Because <laughs> he's a rookie. 
just like they've seen from everybody else, including Mac Jones, who's in probably one of the better situations as far as coaching goes, as far as the team goes, how the roster is built. They, they lean on the run game. They play great defense. And even then, they've lost their last two games. Even then, they started two and four. I mean, it, it, so regardless when, the, when when there are the quarterbacks and, and, and whatever, the rookie quarterbacks, you have to understand, you have to know what the situation is with rookie quarterbacks. And I don't think that that's like any new news or anything. I don't think that's that it, – it's it is what it is. My back, my mic, I hit my mic. I, I, I got to get a new cord. I forgot. Rookie quarterbacks are going to be up and down. We know that. Right? And you know, knowing that, you, you should know. It should be common sense. It should be common sense that Jimmy Garoppolo right now can execute the offense better than Trey Lance, the rookie, today, today. Now, that's not to say that down the line, Trey Lance won't be able to. That's not to say that you can't win the same amount of games with Trey Lance, but with how Kyle Shanahan sees his offense being ran in his head, Jimmy Garoppolo right now is better suited to do that. Right now, like from what we know, from what we know. And that's not to say that Jimmy is amazing, there, but there is a clear way that Kyle Shanahan can run an offense where Jimmy can be successful. And, and we've seen that in the sense of, you know, the number one PFF quarterback or whatever. We know what it is, right? We know what he's being asked to do and what he's not being asked to do. I can tell you 49ers run the ball 40 times a game because they don't want Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball a ton of times. All those things can be true. But we also know that what Jimmy's going to give us in the game, and there's no mystery with that. Jimmy Garoppolo will make some throws. He's going to make some tight window throws. He's going to do some things that, okay, I can convert on some third downs. He's going to miss some throws. He might overthrow somebody over the middle. He might throw an interception. We know he's not good outside the numbers. We know what he is. But even then, without within that, even within that, Kyle Shanahan is still able to create an offense to where Jimmy Garoppolo can play well enough to where it can result in wins. We, we know that. I believe, I believe, Trey Lance is far more talented. That's not even a question. I believe Trey Lance, uh, Kyle Shanahan loves him. I do believe that. I don't think that it's, well, you don't like this guy. He don't, no, I don't, I don't believe that. I believe that Kyle Shanahan does not trust Trey Lance, just like he wouldn't trust any other rookie because there's so much unknown. And there's so much up and down with their play and things that they have to learn on the fly. And are you willing to deal with those things as opposed to playing Jimmy Garoppolo, which you know what you're going to get? And I think that's what it comes down to. I hope I'm wording this the right way. I hope I'm wording this the right way. So that you guys kind of understand, like, the context in which I'm trying to say I got to make sure I don't touch this core right here. Let's get into some of these comments. I know you guys have been putting some of the comments. All right. Uh, somebody, did somebody say I'm being inconsistent? Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. Now, again, 
I don't even know. I, I'll, I'll get to the comments now. So whatever you guys, you know, whatever whatever comments and things like that. Croc, so do you really see a difference in the game plan uh, for Trey Lance in comparison to the Arizona game? I would assume, and this is me assuming, and I don't know the answer to this, I would assume that Kyle Shanahan feels like right now Trey Lance is probably further along in understanding what he wants. You know what I'm saying? Now, again, even though he could be further along and they add a little bit more and they do some more throwing and stuff like that, they're still going to, they're still unknown and there's still going to be some inconsistency with Trey Lance's play. Now, that's not to say that Trey Lance can't go out there and light it up tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not saying that he can't. I'm not saying that he won't. Just talking about just the development process of a quarterback. We're, we're talking about a guy. All right, Trey Lance, I think everybody, and I've seen comments, well, Trey Lance, he's been sitting, he's been marinating, he, he's been, you know, he's been preparing, he's getting better. That's all cool. He has one start on the year. There have been plenty of other quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks this year, who have started much more than two weeks, who have been preparing to be starters all year, and still they bring up and down play. They have up and down play. I feel like that should be expected for rookies. So am I expecting Trey Lance to come into this game and just be hitting on all cylinders? No. No. I don't think that's where he's at right now in his development. I don't think he's had the time for that. Like, you, you need the reps. You need to start. Do I think he can be improved uh, in the sense of the game plan, what it was against Arizona, and can he do better than that? Of course. You look at the situation. I mean, just the situation alone is better. You know, that, that week, week five or whatever it was, he went to Arizona road game against the best team in the league right at that time, Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, wrecking the whole game, wrecking the uh, run, you know, coming off the edge. Like, it's much better. Didn't have George Kittle. It's a much better situation now for him. Softer landing spot. You're playing against Houston. Okay, they're not a great team. You're at home. You're more – like, you, you've had this time to improve, get better. Your finger is more – yeah, it's a better – everything is better. It's a more ideal situation for him to play – and start against Houston in this far into the season, of course, is better. But that is that is like there's still like he's still a rookie in his second start. He's still a rookie in his seventh second start. So regardless of all those things, there can still be the ups and downs of what comes from watching a rookie quarterback. I feel like that. I feel like this should be common sense. I've seen people, Trey Lance is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance is more talented than Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think that should be dis disputed or at all. But as a rookie, there's still more unknown because he's it's still so early in his development. So, Croc, as a DB, would you be licking your chops at Trey playing, or would you be worried about his playmaking abilities? Uh, as a defensive back, I would probably think I might have more. I might have more opportunities for an errant throw. So, not not to say that. The game moves fast for rookies, and that's going to be regardless of who you're playing against, whether it's Houston, whether it's Arizona, whoever, the Rams next week. The game is going to move fast for him because at the end of the day, he's still a rookie. So 
there's uh, there's still gonna there's more opportunities for an errant throw and things like that. Now, with Jimmy Garoppolo, you know there's gonna be that errant throw. You don't know when. You know you might have your opportunity, but still you're gonna have less opportunities to probably make plays on the ball as opposed to a rookie Trey Lance because he's you're giving him things that he hasn't seen before. So, am I more worried about Trey Lance? Like, you know, his playmaking abilities? Will I be licking my chops? I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Um, will I be worried about his playmaking abilities? No, I, our our front has to be worried about that. <laughs> our pass rush. If I'm the Texans, they're going to take that into account. They know that. See, my guy, Matt Moses, his miss, his misses are high and out of bounds, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, but he's missed you, one. You you don't want to miss high too often, right? Look at his interception against the Arizona Cardinals. Well, that was high. He missed high. It definitely went out of bounds. It went right to Buda Baker. So he he can miss. Now he missed a couple other ones higher, whatever. But that was the only one that was maybe catchable. So maybe he doesn't throw any ones that are like catchable, and especially because he throws so hard. Guys are more liable to drop it regardless. But yeah. Uh the INTs will the INTs will be there because the receivers can catch can't I, I think you meant to say can't. There we go. Can't catch his missiles. I'm I mean I don't know. Yeah, they gotta catch the ball. Hopefully then are high and hot over the middle. That's not ideal. Those Definitely can get picked off. I asked other fans in their chats, and they are more afraid of Lance. They don't want to see Lance in the playoffs, especially. I, I could see that. And and I think what, what they're thinking of, in theory, what Trey Lance is, right? He's a big-arm quarterback. He stretches the field. He can threaten all levels of the field. There, there's no area where he can't complete passes too. Uh, he can play more off script. You have to worry about that. Of course, in theory, what Trey Lance is and what he's going to be like, yeah, I would be more, I would be more afraid of that. Jimmy Garoppolo, there's definitely less to be afraid of, but still he can execute the offense. But And we know that. Hope that makes sense. Unless Rodgers begs to come to San Francisco, Lance will be the guy next year. Why not see what we have? Uh, I don't. I don't think it's about seeing what we have. Like Trey Lance is going to be the guy. They give up too much for him not to be. I want to make that very clear. Trey Lance is the guy. And if for me drafting on draft day, like I would have taken Trey Lance too, a uh, hundred times out of a hundred times. I actually have tweets before the draft saying. That was the quarterback I would take over any of the other quarterbacks. So that's how high I am, I am on Trey Lance. But again, if I was running things, Trey Lance also, or Jimmy Garoppolo would not be on the team. I would have played Trey Lance this entire time so that he'd be more, you know, better suited for the future. When you have Jimmy Garoppolo, it makes things a little bit more difficult. Here we go, my guy, Sir Juju. Yeah, it's, it's, it's common to be afraid of the unknown. And I think that's what it is with Jim, uh, Kyle Shanahan. So until Trey Lance goes out there and just executes at a high level and he's making all these plays and doing all these things, like until he does that in a game, 
you know, yeah, like Kyle Shanahan is more comfortable with Jimmy Garoppolo playing. And like my guy Sergio just said, like I feel like that should be common because there's just so much unknown with a rookie quarterback. 49ers are in a situation where they don't have to play the rookie quarterback. That's all this is. Jags are on the way to wrecking Trevor Lawrence. I I I I mean I agree. It's not an ideal situation. It's not. It's not for Trevor Lawrence. And and regardless of how good people think he was supposed to be coming out and all that, like he's human. <laughs> there is a human element to all of this. Croc, I know we are not supposed to expect too much from Trey, but why am I so excited? I feel like I'm getting my hopes up. No, man. Okay, so this is how I would look at it. All right, I got to move my mic. Let's see. Hopefully, I don't. So this is how I would look at it. You And how I've looked at Trey Lance this whole time. Is he showing me signs that he has the talent that I expected him to have when the 49ers were drafting him. So that that's that's what I would be looking. So if he shows those signs, then I'm excited. And I believe he already has. I believe he already has. When when it comes to Trey, Trey Lance, and oh man, Jesse Garcia, I appreciate the contribution. Let's go. When it comes to Trey Lance, to me, right? 49ers drafted Trey Lance. What did I want to see? I want to see. That you know, or not what I want to see. What do I think he is, right? If you told me, oh, we're drafted Trey Lance, what is he? Oh man, he's a big arm, athletic quarterback who can make plays all script, who can make throws to all levels of the field, right? Okay, he understands how to play under center and do these different things, but there's no throw on the field that Trey Lance can't make. That those. So my evaluation of like that's what I well, that's what I think I'm getting with Trey Lance, right? Big time, immense talent, big time ability, because there's nothing that he can't do. So what am I excited to see? I'm excited to see him do those things, right? What exactly does that mean? I want to see him, hey, can you make, can you show off the, the arm that you have, the arm strength that you have, the off-script playmaking ability, the throws to all levels of the field, being able to throw outside the numbers, being able to, like, those are the things I want to see. Within that, I understand that there are also going to be things that I know he's going to have to improve on. I know that there's probably going to be missed throws. I know there might be a turnover. Whatever. I think that's part of the growth. So I'm not expecting perfection from Trey Lance. I'm just expecting him to show me he has the ability to do the things that I believe he can do. And he has shown me already. He's shown me already he can do it. Now all it is is about is the, the the you know building the consistency part of it, right? He has shown you, Trey Lance has shown you that he can make throws to all levels of the field. He has shown you he can do the boots. He has shown you he can roll out and make throws on the move. He's also shown you he can miss those. But at least he's shown me he can do it. He has shown me he can throw with timing and rhythm. He has shown me that he can take a little bit of heat off when he's comfortable. Oh yeah, okay. Well, you just got to get more comfortable. Right? And, and and when it comes to rookies, like that's what I'm looking for. Just signs that he can do the things that I ask him to do. You know, there might be some erratic play, right? That was a word that 
uh, two people actually used uh, John Middlecoff and and uh, Greg Cosell. Greg Cosell said it in the sense of all the rookie quarterbacks. John Middlecoff was talking a little bit more about Trey Lance, but just you know a little a sense of erraticness, right? Like just kind of frenetic. That's the word that Middlecoff used, frenetic, right? Just a little, uh, you know, a little, uh, you know, a little unsure, right, about what he's seeing. Like, of course, I know I'm going to see that. But I also look at, and, and there's like, you can watch this video on YouTube, and it's like, it's like, you can watch, I mean, they have a couple of these videos. They got one where you can just watch every play of Trey Lance in, in preseason. There's another one where you can watch Trey Lance preseason highlights, right? And watch the highlights. I suggest you watch the highlights because when I'm looking at rookies, I'm looking at, like, does he have the ability to do these things? So when you watch the highlights, and y'all know, when it comes to evaluating talent, I don't watch highlights. So when I'm watching these prospects, right, I watch college guys. You know, you had uh, Kobe Bryant from Cincinnati playing yesterday. You had uh, 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 Sauce Gardner playing. You have all these rookies, right? Like, I'm not watching any highlights of them. I don't watch any highlights. I just watch the film. Now, once I've evaluated them and things like that, and it's different for a quarterback, but I've evaluated the the, the player and, I, and I've seen the, the consistencies or the inconsistencies and all those type of things, right? Like, what do you do? Whatever. So now my evaluation of Trey Lance is a certain thing, but I understand the growth and maturity that needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to Trey Lance, if if you want signs of encouragement, I would say watch the highlights. Not to say that that's what he is, but just when he, as the growth happens, that's what he can be. So you look at the highlights of the preseason, and it just shows throws that he's making, runs that he's making, plays on the move. It just shows in that, like, that's who he can be. Now, is he that person on a consistent basis right now? No. But that's what he can, that's what he can be. So that's why I say watch some of those highlights and and you'll see like, dang, he can do everything that we want him to do. My guy Raymond, appreciate the contribution. What's up, Croc? What do you take away from Fred Warner and Trey Lance's comments regarding Trey's development? I found it interesting how open it was. It was very interesting. It was good to actually hear it, like, because, you know, you hear things like, oh, Fred Warner, you know, he said this, or, you know, you, you hear it, but, like, to actually hear the context of it, and Jimmy Ward as well, to hear the context and to just hear hear it, I thought it was good. I loved how Fred Warner pulled him to the side. Now, the way that they said how things went, I don't want to say different. It, it sounds like there's multiple occasions of it. I believe that, listening to it, I believe that Fred Warner had called Trey Lance out in practice. Now, one thing y'all probably know, there's practices can get chippy between the offense and the defense. There, there could be some trash talking going on. All right. So I believe that there was trash talking going on between Fred Warner and rookie Trey Lance. And Fred Warner, I believe, was saying, throw the motherfucking ball. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, not maybe those aren't the words, but there's trash talking going on, right? Throw the ball. Stop holding on to it. You ain't giving us no look, right? You ain't giving us no look, bro. Stop doing that. Throw the ball. 
And then he came back and he put his arm around him and said, hey, like, utilize this time. Good veteran stuff. Good veteran leadership stuff. I, I picked up on it. Good stuff. So after practice, hey, man, like, you know, like, you know, I talk to you like that or whatever. I get on you, whatever the case is. But this is basically this is what the situation is. This is what I want. All right. And this is what we need. You know, we're counting on you to make us better. So just let it rip and start to learn the things that you can do and can't do. Start to learn the throws that you can make and things that you can't make. Try to tight window throws. In the process, you're going to be giving us a good look. But you're also going to be understanding what you can do personally from that standpoint. And, you know, and uh, like what you can and can't do. And you listen to Trey Lance and kind of what he says about it. And he's like, you know, he didn't want to make those throws. Now, here's the thing. This is how scout team goes. Scout team, and I talked about it on the last episode. Scout team, at any level, and you guys know, I, you know, I, I've been in the NFL. I've been in the arena league. I've been, you know, college, all that stuff. All right. Scout team is the same at all the levels. You hold up the, you hold up the play sheet. Everybody sees, okay, this is what I do, and then they go. Now, from what it sounds like the 49ers have done with Kyle, uh, with Trey Lance is because some of these teams have the same concepts. So if they have the same concepts, they he has his helmet on. Kyle will call the play in his ear, and then you know he would he he'd call the play how the 49ers would call the play. Now, scout team has not changed. All right. When, you know, teams get ready for certain looks. So it starts in the meetings, all right, in the meetings. Hey, they like to come out. They like to do this, do this, do this, all right? So when they give you this look, expect this, all right? Then they do walkthroughs. All right, look, walkthrough, uh, you know, this is what they're going to do. Yada, yada, yada. You see this guy in motion. He's going to do this, blah, 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 right? And then you do a full speed. Now, when you do a full speed, by the time they do a full speed, the defense knows what's coming. <laughs> all right. So what Trey Lance is thinking is, y'all fools are all in the perfect spot. You want me to throw this pick just to throw this pick? Like, no. So Trey Lance was reluctant to just let it rip because it's like y'all know the play. Like it's it's tightly covered. How am I supposed to complete this pass? Fred Warner saying, I don't care. Throw it anyway. So we get the look. So eventually Trey Lance just had to, okay, I'm just gonna do it anyways. And since then, he has not only gotten the defense better, but he has improved because now he's starting to be a little riskier with his throws. He's challenging himself more, even knowing that they know what's coming. He's made the tight window throws. The balls are going right over guys' hands. Uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Ward talked about the passes that were completing on him. So that was kind of that whole thing. That's what I took from all that. Right? I know that was a long spill, but I liked it. I liked it. And basically, hopefully Kyle Shanahan encourages Jimmy Garoppolo to let it rip that same way. Good stuff from Fred Warner. I, I know there was talk, trash talking going back and forth. And I didn't, it wasn't Fred Warner that said that. It was Trey Lance that said it. Trey Lance kind of alluded to that. Shout out to Fred Warner. Hey, if, 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 what is it? Is today Saturday? Today's Saturday. So days are all thrown off. If Trey Lance goes out there and like lights it up Sunday, <laughs> Fred Warner might have the biggest hand in that. Again, there's gonna be some ups and downs, but shout out to Fred Warner. 
Uh, that's good stuff, Croc. Uh, good uh, interpretation for us common folk. Uh, we're all common, man. But I just, you know, I try to give a different perspective on, you know, the things that I've been through and seen and, and seen it live and kind of understanding and then reading between the lines on what's going on. And it's like, okay, I get it. I get it. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat right now. Um, you know, it's been another 30 minutes. I got a meeting at 12 with my guy. We're going to talk about just everything that's going on with frontline sports media and all that good stuff. But if y'all want to come on, how about this? We'll do this. If y'all want to come on for 30 minutes and 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 talk, if there's a lot of people, we'll put y'all on, you know, a little time limit. Uh, but feel free to come on and chat. Here we go. Hold on. Come on live. So there's the link right there. If you guys want to come on and 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 kind of discuss different things or what you guys are expecting from this game, what you're expecting from Trey Lance as a rookie. I still haven't checked my DMs. What what what, what is it the deal? I man, if I showed y'all my DMs on Twitter, they're they're kind of crazy. Uh, I have so many so many DMs, so so many. So sometimes it, it's my bad if it get, if it gets kind of like lost in the shuffle. That's on me. That's on me. My bad. Here we go real quick. Uh, thoughts on Jimmy Garoppolo? Or I me? Mean, excuse me. Thoughts on Cincy QBs or CBs? I think they they play well. I don't think they were asked to really challenge. I got to watch it again. I, I got to see the all 22. I know they played a good amount of zone. I will say this. There was one play Sauce Gardner did. It was a nice tackle, maybe a tackle for loss or minimal gain, but he did a really good job of pressure key, visual key. All right. So it was definitely a zone concept. All right. Pressure. You have your pressure key. You have your visual key. All right. Now, what is your, what is your pressure key? What is your visual key? Typically the pressure key is a person in front of you that you could touch. Now I could touch somebody, but still have my eyes on my visual key. All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So he had, uh, his pressure key ran a slant, uh, the visual key. He ran, uh, like a flat route. He squeezed the slant. Good job. Pressure key, pressure key, pressure key. Good. As soon as the visual key flashed, he came off of it and made a really good tackle. So that was Sauce Gardner. That was something where I'm like, okay, play recognition is good. I like that. I'm more of a fan of that than spot dropping. So that was something cool to see. But I don't have any, like, real takes on how they played outside of I thought they played well with them, what they were asked to do, at least what it looked like live on TV. But I definitely be can't wait to get to all 22 on them so I can really dive into more of how they were challenged, how they ran with guys vertically, uh, you know, man coverage, off coverage, those type of things. All right, here we go. I got my guy Jedi coming on first. Jedi, what's good, man? Good morning. Happy New Year. Oh, happy New Year, brother. Uh, happy uh, 2022. How you doing? Man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I can't complain, man. I can't complain. What, what What's on your mind? Um, Yeah, man. I was just um listening to you talk about the whole situation with um uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and all that and uh, with Trey, man. And I just want I just want everybody to have a um, realistic um, outcome of what happens, whatever this game. We're going to have some ups. We're going to have some downs. I'm just looking for the little things. Um, I'm not going to really expect too much. If we run the table, we run the table. If we don't, we don't. You know, I'm I'm going to just 
enjoy the experience. I think everybody should just enjoy the Trey Lance experience right now. Don't um don't get too don't get too high, don't get too low. Just keep even keel with everything and let's just enjoy the ride. And if I think if everybody takes that mentality, I think we can we can all grow from it, including Trey. I like to see um Trey a little aggressive with the uh when he does start in Houston uh, with Houston. I would like to see him you know, I know they say he can't really uh, – he he might be a little erratic over the middle because over the middle throws he might go high and it might sell and it might be picked off. But I would like to see him try to go over the middle. Uh, I would – hopefully the accuracy has gotten a little better and maybe he can bring some of those balls down. Um, but I, I want him to take advantage of the Texans because I think – they're going to assume that he's not going to be able to do certain things. And I would like for him to show that he can do those things and do them uh, quite well. Right. And, and, and I agree. And those are going to be things that I think overall, what I'm looking for is what does he give us that he can build on? You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the most important thing. I, I know everybody, especially 49er fans, I get it because I see how they react to a lot of things. They look at what's right in front of them. And me, especially when I'm watching somebody young or a prospect, really it's what's he giving us that he can build on. And that's been my mindset with any rookie, uh, no matter the position. That's been my process even with Jimmy Garoppolo. When he came on the scene, when he first got with the 49ers, it always was, man, okay, this is good. Okay, now can he can he build on these things? And, and uh, that's what I'll be looking for for Trey Lance tomorrow. I, I don't have any – hardcore sweeping takes or anything like that it's 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 really i i i literally don't even have like a certain level of expectations for trey lance it's really what what can we build off of that's, i think it's, it's a mind. healthy it's a healthy thing for a good fan base i think the thing that made josh allen so cool for the buffalo fan base is that they got to see they went in it with low expectations you know even when the outside world was making fun of josh and they were clowning josh with his inaccuracies they got to grow with Josh and they got to see all his, you know, ups and downs. And now they're at this level now. It's like, yeah, well, you know, we rode this roller coaster with our guy. And this is the reward we got for taking this this challenge on. So I would like our fan base to embrace that challenge, man, because he's going to need our 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 our, uh, our backing. Just like, you know, the Buffalo, Buffalo Mafia back their guy. We're going to have to back our guy. And no matter what, you know. Hopefully, you know, he, he can turn the, the the light switch turns on and he'll be able to to start, you know, hitting his sky, hitting his uh ceiling. But, you know, I agree, man. I think you go into it. No expectations, y'all. Let's just see what this thing does for this first game. Well, second game. And let's see how it rides. Thanks, Crocker. Right. I appreciate you for coming on. And. Although I say, like, I don't have any big sweeping, like, expectations for the rookie. Like, I'm just going in, watching, seeing where he's at, where can he improve, what things that he need to prove, whatever. I am expecting a win. So there is a a floor in the sense of how I'm expecting him to play. And I think however he plays definitely needs to result in a win, I regardless of second start or not. Like, that is the expectation. As far as certain throws he may miss or whatever, or throws that he might make, like, that, I don't have – Big expectations for that aspect of it. Here we go. Next up, got my guy Darius coming on. Darius, what's up? Good, man. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year's, man. Happy New Year's, Niner family. How everybody doing out there? Uh, 
just to piggyback real quick, what Jedi said was was absolutely right, man. We have to get behind our dude, man. And um, I think that's a part of the, at least for me, that's part of the frustration with Jimmy. Is like when we first got him, I was behind him and I and I and I rooted for him and I went to bat for him, even through the injuries. But it's like it seemed like he didn't get no better, man. And and that's where I just felt betrayed. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like. I can't keep telling everybody you're not trash, but yet every offseason you're not trying to get better. You come back, and it almost looks like he got worse. You know what I'm saying? Especially after that injury, you know, he don't want to run no more, stuff like that. And so with, 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 with this rookie, like you said, it's, it should be common sense that he's not going to come out setting the world on fire. But I think that everybody – when it's your team, you know what I'm saying, then the common sense shit goes out the window and it's like, I just want this right now. I want this product. You told me it was ready. We spent all this money and I want to see it perform. And I mean, based on what I've seen so far from Trey, it's like, I'm not, I, I, I'm excited. I, I feel like he's going to do his stuff. And um, it ain't so much about trusting him. If anything, it's just about, you know, lowering your expectations, just let him be who he's going to be. And hopefully more or less, it's about can we trust Kyle to develop this young man in my eyes? Because it's like Kyle has shown so much uh, untrustworthiness. Like, you know, you're telling me this guy's in the doghouse for nothing and, and this guy's not ready to play, but then he gets out there and he's doing his stuff. And it's like, man, Kyle, like, like, how can I trust your word? You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, he's such a I don't know. He's like he's such a he's such a control freak to me. It's like he wants to do everything, 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 everything. So it's like if something's not up to his par or his standards, then he'll take his time with it, or you know what I'm saying he'll put it on the back burner and I'll get to it later. And it's like look at the stuff that's popping up now. You should have been giving this dude some trash, some garbage time on the field because now look, now we really need him, and you know we're all hoping that he's ready. You know what I'm saying? Like it shouldn't have been no hope. It should have been like well we've seen him the last four minutes of these quarters. And we know that we feel comfortable with him in these situations now, other than let's just throw him in the fire, see what he does. Like, nah, come on, man. Cause you're setting the bar too high for him for the success. You know, you got the playoffs around the corner and I, I feel like he can get us there. Don't get me wrong. But if he doesn't, I'm not going to be upset. Like I said, it's more or less just like, like how you said with the bills, like just get behind him and ride that roller coaster, ride that wave. And as long as I'm seeing progression in him, He's going to have my support. I'm not going to, you know, down talk him or be mad. Oh, why we trade all them picks? Just show me that you're putting the work in. Show me that that you're dedicated to this team. You know what I'm saying? Um, and with Kyle, I hope that Kyle does right by this kid. Like, I'm not into talking about who should be fired. I don't know the league. Like, you know what I mean? Assistants have assistants in the NFL. So I don't know where it should start at, but I just know that there's certain things that you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like, it's not hard to tell that the special teams, something needs to happen with the special teams. It's not hard to tell that um, with uh, 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 the quarterback coach, I feel like there should be a swap because Jimmy is, you know, apple and oranges with Trey. So maybe bring in a whole new regime of that. Um, there's certain things like that, bro. I feel like maybe Kyle should just let off on the reins, man. Like, we understand you control the offense and you got this – wizard mind of yours, but you don't need to be handling everything, bro. Like, he respects 
Demik, for example, he, he respects D'Amico Ryan's enough to let him run the defense. From what I've been seeing, it, it seems like it. And with these plays that's been called lately, it, I would like to think that maybe he's letting McDaniel's do his thing too in the skybox. But that's just my take on it, man. Like I just want to see Kyle. I want to see Kyle progress more than I do Trey Lance. Like, come on, bro. Like, we got you for six more years, man. And we got Trey for what? Maybe four out of the six. So you could pretty much say that Trey is like, this is this is this is it. Garoppolo was back. All right, fine. We could excuse that. That was an accident. But what's up with this though? Because you traded so much for this. I don't know. Let me know some crap. <laughs> I got you. I'm gonna get you off <laughs> and get the next next caller on. But uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you yeah. coming on, Darius. Off top, man. All right, that's my guy. That's my guy, Darius. Uh, now, nah, good stuff, and 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 I hear what he's saying, man. He wants to hold, he wants to hold Kyle Shanahan, you know, just kind of accountable for everything. Kind of see, you know, where where, where he's at in this. Let's see what my guy, uh, right here. What, what what do you think about what Darius just said, bro? Um, uh, what's up, Eric Crocker? Uh, uh yeah. Uh, um, uh, listen to the last caller. You know, uh, you know, you know, he, he's entitled. To his own opinion, you know, everyone has, you know, you know, their opinions about the quarterback situation. And I'm a person, you know, with a firm belief that people should, you know, have their opinions. You know, me differently, you know, I look at the quarterback situation is that what has Jimmy done, you know, in the games that he's played and he's shown who he is. And it's just, you know, it gets tiring watching the same thing over and over again, how Kyle defends Jimmy Garoppolo so much. Now, I don't hate uh Jimmy Garoppolo I just think that he was an overpaid game manager who ran the system very well and you know and one of the things that Garoppolo no matter what he does in a 49er uniform he gets hurt you know ACL high ankle sprains you know he hurt his finger you know had calf you know early in the year so you know that's one of the reasons why we have Trey Lance is just that sometimes you know football some players you know may, may not have that toughness and I'm not trying to make fun of players who've played, you know, in the NFL, but football is it, it's, it's a tough sport. So we got uh, Trey Lance and I'm a huge fan of Trey Lance. I scouted him. I, I watched his film. I was very excited. And, you know, that's the reason why we got him. And I know there are a lot of fans who wanted to jump in and, you know, have him play. And that was probably one of the very few people and, you know, unpopular that we should not uh, play him early in the year, just watch him develop. But at the same time, I was not a guy who's like, keep him on the bench for the entire year, play him, find ways to incorporate him. And that's just how I look at the quarterback situation. And of course, there are a lot of fans who, you know, they talk trash about Jimmy Garoppolo. They overhype Trey Lance. You know, this is going to be Trey Lance's second start, you know, so we'll see what he's able to do. And whatever happens, Trey's the future. Jimmy, you know, I wish him well, whatever happens to him. So that's just how I look at the quarterback situation. Yeah, no, nah, de de definitely, man. And I, I think you touched on a lot of good stuff. Uh, real quick before I get you out, I, I want to ask you what, what you thought about Trey Lance's press conference yesterday. Uh, yeah, I saw his press conference. You know, he was basically, you know, just answering the questions, you know, uh, explaining, you know, the difference where he played against uh, the Cardinals and what he's learned in the last 11 weeks. And, you know, it, you know, and it, it really shows you how, all the players like Trent Williams, Fred Warner, you know, George Kittle, they, they, they said, you know, in practice, it's showing he's getting better every, you know, uh, week. Now he's going to be ready to, you know, showcase that talent. And he's playing against the Houston Texans. So 
you know, I, I don't want to sound a, a little bit, you know, homerish, but you know, they have a horrible defense. I, I just look at their their numbers. So there's no excuse. So hopefully he's not perform really bad. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but from his press conference, he basically answered the question. He shows that he, uh, you know, wants to, you know, you know, be, be, be that quarterback for the 49ers. And he also gave his respects to Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy who knows he's going to be taking over that job, still showing the respect. And that's why I like Trey Lance, what type of a character he has when he says positive things about a quarterback he knows, you know, is not going to be there in, in the far future. So that's one thing I like about Trey Lance, how he composes himself, how he's always stayed back. He never has ever, you know, caused any issues. So it really, really shows you why Trey Lance was selected, why John Lynch and Shanahan really liked him. So that's what I took from the press conference. All good, man. All good. All right, I'm going to get you out. Do you want to shout out anything that you're doing or any platforms you have for everybody? Uh, yeah, so for, for, for those who uh, – I have a YouTube channel called 49ers Ultimate Reports. It's a small channel. If you want to check it out, I got 49ers content, just 49ers content. So uh, check it out if anyone's interested. That's about it. And thanks All good. for All having right. me on. And, and I've seen you All in good. other 49er podcasters, so I wanted to shout you out, man. I'm glad you have your channel. You know, shout out to you and all your fans. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it, bro. Mm -hmm. All right. Much love. Much love. That's what's up. I did see one person in the uh, chat say that they felt they felt like Trey Lance was a little too humble, kind of basically saying that this team is, you know, is Jimmy's team and stuff like that. And there were a couple of things that he said that I, I, I took from that. One, he talked about kind of learning to accept his, his role, right? And, and his role is what Kyle Shannon has, has said, you know, Hey, like Jimmy is our starter. So right now Trey Lance is our backup. And, you know, for a guy like Trey Lance, it probably was, you know, extremely frustrating to like not truly have the, you know, the opportunity to be like, yeah, okay, let me be the starter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and we knew that from the jump. I talked about that in training camp. There were a lot of people not in training camp, but like, you know, going back to training camp, there were a lot of people that were like, oh man, like, you know, he's not ready. He he ain't ready for this and that. And, you know, practice, blah, 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 blah. Pra training camp was open. Everybody watched practice. Everybody saw what Trey Lance was doing. So it wasn't that he wasn't like capable or that he didn't do things and show like high-end talent. It was never a quarterback competition. I believe, I, I believe that it was never a quarterback competition. It was Jimmy's all the way. Because if it truly was a competition, if it was truly a quarterback competition, within those first two weeks when Trey Lance was doing all these things at a high level against the twos, if it was truly a competition, Kyle would have been like, you know what? Let's start getting him reps with the ones. And that never happened. And the way that Kyle came off to the media, at least in my opinion, he really shut it all down completely with some of his comments. So... I don't think it was ever a quarterback competition. I don't even think that uh, unless Trey Lance came out looking like Patrick Mahomes and I'm talking about like year two, Patrick Mahomes, that was league MVP. <laughs> unless Trey Lance came out looking like that. I don't think it was ever going to be a competition. I don't, I don't even know if there was anything that he could do like from like a, you know, kind of a normal standpoint to where it's like, yeah, I could take over this job. So it was Jimmy's from day one. That was what Kyle wanted. I understand it. I talked about it coming on in the sense of trusting, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo more than the rookie. I think that's very understandable. I don't 
feel like you really trust any rookie until he's really gained your trust, how you gain the trust, you know, performing in games. And Jimmy has performed well in games. Uh, he's handled different situations the right way. Are the results what we would have liked to this point, being eight and seven? I'd say no, but, you know, kind of is what it is. And no doubt in my mind that Trey Lance is, is the guy moving forward. He is the guy moving forward. But got a big game coming up tomorrow. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. I'm pretty sure y'all can't wait as well. Everybody can see it. And again, my, my thing, I don't have any of these big, like, just he's going to do this or he's going to do that. Like, I don't have any of those type of expectations. Man, I'm just going to be watching to see where is he? Where is he right now? Where Where is he in the sense of his development? And, you know, what things does he need to work on moving forward? And that's how I'll be watching the game tomorrow. There's an interception. I won't take much away from it. Uh, I, the thing that I want to see most is how does he respond? How does he respond to, to throwing an interception if that happens? If he takes a sack, how does he respond to that? That's what I, probably what I'm looking for more, more than anything. How does he respond to certain situations? And that'll kind of tell me where his mind is moving forward. The talent, I already know what kind of talent he has. Now it's all about putting everything together. Shout out to everybody that joined me for this Saturday morning. Happy New Year to everyone in there. Man, I know, New Year resolution, that's a hot thing. I challenge y'all to uh, not, I don't want to say not make these New Year resolutions, but improve on whatever you did last year, right? You guys should have got the ball rolling for everything that you wanted to accomplish in 2022, all right? Set goals, figure out how you can accomplish them. More goals. I came on here talking about some of my goals and what they were starting off the year. You know, last year in August, July, August, I made a goal that I wanted to bring in $10,000 in streaming by December. And I surpassed that. I surpassed that. I make more than $10,000 off of streaming stuff. YouTube, my podcast, all that stuff. Make more than $10,000. That was my goal. Now, my goal from now to July is how can I bring in 20,000 a month off of this stuff? And I'm giving myself until July to do it. So along the way, I got to figure it out. That's my new year's resolution. Make more money doing this stuff, figure it out. And, uh, you know, continue to be a better version of myself than I was before. And I feel like there's growth. There could be growth with all of us. Uh, my, my, my wife kind of taught me that, you know, I always felt like I had to be like, I was kind of cold, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of cold a little bit. Like it is what it is. Like, you know, this is how I am, you know? And my wife really taught me like, yeah, like, okay, Eric, you know, but you, you can be a better version of yourself. So I challenge y'all to be a better version of yourself. And it feels good when you see yourself improving. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to all y'all, man. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. I'm going to call up my dude, man, to get the, the frontline uh, faithful edition of the hats. So we're going to have frontline sports. You know, obviously I have frontline sports media. About to have a meeting in five minutes to really kind of get those things in place. But frontline sports media, uh, we're going to have the gold, the red and the gold hat with the faithful stitched on it. And then also the frontline uh, sports hoodies is going to say faithful across the chest with saloon font with the logo underneath. It'll be uh, red and gold. So uh, let's get it, man. Let's get it. I appreciate everybody that's in the chat right now, man. Shout out to y'all. Y'all have a blessed day. Keep it rocking. Stay blessed. Love all y'all. I'm out.
Peace. Crop Talk TV Podcast. Podcast. Peace.